fucking best friends. Seriously, it's like the best night ever. This song, I'm really feeling this song. This song, fucking best song ever, ever, ever. What up? It's Jumbo and Jake Radio. It's January 18th. It's Friday. That's why we got the best song ever playing. No more 2000s punk rock. We're just going to do whatever the hell, whatever genre you would call best song ever by Wallpaper. Myself, John Boy, Jimmy. It's Jake. He's in Denver. I'm in New Jersey. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. You probably know exactly what it is, but I continuously explain it to you in different ways. Jake's got the Denver skyline behind him. Looks real nice. I have a whiteboard behind me. It doesn't look as nice. It's like one building. I wouldn't say that's a skyline. It's like one old apartment building. I said the wrong word. Denver sky. I should have just said Denver sky is behind me. Yeah, I couldn't even see any buildings until you turned your shoulder. So the Denver, I just misspoke. The Denver sky is behind you. It looks nice. Looks like a nice blue morning. I, again, I think your whiteboard is better than the sky that I'm currently showing. It's it's it's, it's cloudy in one old apartment building. You've got a nice drawing that your mm-hmm. significant other poured her heart into, and you're yeah. just shitting on it from the start. No, no, no. She understands. I'm a, I'm a huge slut for the sky. That used to be my I aim know. screen name, Sky Slut. No, that's not true, though. That's not true. Well, I would have I done it if I had thought of it back then. No, you wouldn't have. Maybe. I'm huge. No. Huge, I'm huge fan of sunsets and sunrises. And that's fine. But you wouldn't have made your aim name Sky Slut. What about Slut for the Sky? I still know. Mm. I think parent intervention kicks in there, even if you really wanted to do that. Maybe. Oh, well, yeah. No, my oh, parents, absolutely. My parents didn't know what my screen names were. They weren't. They had no idea. Yeah, but if it was Sky Slut, one of your sisters would have told them. Maybe. I would have been oh, like, totally. I, I love, oh, a thousand I love percent. The, I love the sky. What's wrong with that? I That's did a fine. lot of There's weird different things. ways think, to go about it. I think my mom would have just been like, okay. I feel like my whole life was me doing weird things and my mom not understanding why. That okay. could have changed the whole path, though. That could have That could have escalated them at a younger age for you that they would have cut all the weird stuff in the butt and you'd be an accountant right now. That's true. That's true. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature, nature. always wins. You believe in nature versus nurture? I mean, yeah, to a degree. Same. same. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's no. dive. <laughs> what a terrible conversation. How are you doing? I believe in nurture versus nature, too. I'm good. Um, it's It's Friday. Heading uh heading up to the mountains this weekend for a little bit. Doing some skiing? Uh do a little skiing. That's exciting. Uh, that's the that's the goal, yeah. Get get all tired. Um why don't you ever strap a GoPro on your helmet that is a shot of you? Like one of those GoPros that's like a bow, so it goes out like a foot and then turns around and it and records yourself going down the ski slope reading a monologue as you go down. I think that would get a lot of views. I think you're the only one that would want to watch that. I guarantee people would want to watch that. I mean, you know, again, I think we're we're starting to get into the fives and tens amount of people that would be interested in that. And I'm not. I have zero interest in that. And I think that's what's most important. People need to take care of themselves, Jim. That's the message I'm trying to get across. So um, Take care of yourself. That used to be the thing I said to you all the time. Oh, yeah. No, I always encourage other people taking care of themselves. I won't take care of myself. Yes. That's do as I say, not as I do. Mickey Mantle. Those who can't wed plan. J-Lo. Those who can't teach, teach, teach Jim. Jim. Rat and rat. Rat and rat. Jim, get out of here. What are you, you up got, to? I got this this fart bag dog just walked into the room. Right. Smells like a so bad. He's going to the groomer today, so that's great. It's good. Hopefully they cut his nails because every time he walks on the uh, the floor, it sounds like I'm hammering an old keyboard. Which I wish you were doing. I have an old keyboard just to hammer, but I haven't hammered it in a while because I've been busy. 
Yesterday was supposed to be my relaxing nap day, and it turned into we were on the clock day. Yeah, so, dude. So now today's going to be my relaxing nap day, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I, I think just it should maybe, be. Maybe I just didn't get one. I just didn't get one. I was I up real late last one. night watching watching this documentary on okay. HBO called The Momentum Generation, all about Kelly Slater, Rob Machado, and all the surfers from that from the sure. 90s that, like, you know... They are the reason like PacSun became a thing and uh, all the surf rams, Riptide and Billabong and Quicksilver and all those brands. Sure. And it was, uh, I was like, should have went to sleep, but it was, I was fascinated by it. And then it was all happy. And I was like, they've been friends since they were 12 years old. And then they became the best surfers in the world and they all went pro and they were all friends. And then it got to the point where like one of them dies and they were about to say that in the documentary Two of them, the two best ones, getting like a big rift and rivalry. And I, I was like so nostalgically happy f- for them, even though I didn't really know any of it, just because like it was so right. cool. And then and then I was staying up because I was like enjoying it in a happy way. And then they pulled the ripcord on me and I did like two minutes of sad and went to sleep. But I was late to wake up this morning because of that. Sorry about it. Sorry I'll you had fi- to go through that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll finish the documentary, but I don't like when people are... Best friends fight. Are you surprised that there's not more like friends together in sports? Like we always think it's this insane thing. Like, oh, Chris Bryant and Bryce Harper were on the same little league team. Like, are are we surprised that? Because I mean, athletes are these special kind of breed that push themselves to a special level. Hell, this almost ties into nature versus nurture, Jim. Nature versus nurture. It. Um. But are you surprised there's not more like, I don't know, combinations in sports? I, I guess like a quarterback and a wide receiver that come all the way. Are you just, you're just banking on so much at that point And it's like the gene pool just doesn't have it at a certain point. Like to have an NFL wide receiver and quarterback on the same high school team. Yeah. Well, there are cases where, I think there's a couple more cases where you have those tandems and they go on to both be professionals, but not like playing together forever. Right. Well, even the best cases, Matthew Stafford and Kurt, uh, Kershaw were best friends forever, like best friends. And then they went on to be the highest paid quarterback and highest paid starting pitcher ever like that to me is a crazy story you had right. alex rodriguez and doug mankavich were quarterback and wide receiver and they were both on the yankees at one point so that was kind of cool okay but yeah no i mean i think that's more testament to how the pinnacle of like becoming a pro athlete like how much it weeds down right because like, I, I don't i was even, gonna I, say i guess those other sports are such team sports too Yep. That it's like, even if a wide receiver and a quarterback have a insane rapport, I mean, there's so much team stuff going on that that gets distracted. I guess, I guess the one that you would say, like, I'm I'm picturing two guys that grow up playing basketball and like go at each other every day, and then they play together and they they take it, you know, those two play together and they beat up on people playing street ball or whatever you're doing. But I guess basketball, the biggest thing there, I mean, that's when the the gene pool fully kicks in. Like, mm-hmm. those are the top of the top of the top athletes. Yeah. It's crazy. So I don't know. be cool if there was, like, a for love of the game situation where a high school pitcher was like, "You, that's my catcher all the way through. Right? Just- and, I mean, not for nothing – I don't know. I I guess that would be very diva of a quarterback <laughs> to try to drag a catcher with them <laughs> from like middle school to MLB. Yeah, it would be. I don't think people would like it. But see, that would be the, a cool story. That would be a diva story. Yeah, with this surfing situation, they were all like on the circuit at twelve, and then they all went to Hawaii to surf pipeline because if you can't surf that wave, you're nobody. And then there was this kid whose mom was super nice, and she just let them all live in her house basically, and sure. they would go. But the, see, with surfing, the way that these kids were able to do it, I don't even think in surfing you could do it now. 
because the competition was way more. But they changed the entire sport. Like they were a group of surfers, and they were the first people to go um, above the lip of the wave. You know, like get air or do tail slides above, and no one else was doing that. So they kind of like invented that. So that's why they were able to be best friends from twelve, and then all the top pros because their style became the style which is an interesting aspect can't really do that in any team sport right yeah i guess there's are there skateboarding stories like that i would i would guess like the the um what's that movie the z boys from lords of dogtown right that's that's basically the same story like we'd have to think that um i've got i've got an update from yesterday update let me get my uh let me get my update soundboard clip. Grew up in the streets, man. We used to lean over to get our poops out. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of, actually, that works out. <laughs> I me- what, what did I mention to you yesterday that I had to do, Jim? Put the ski rack on top of your car. I got a memory. Ski rack. So, so let's walk through it. So we, uh, we'll go back to the start here. So we... Move, I'm I'm in Denver, Colorado, and we we get into that hashtag ski life. So we're like, all right, let's get a ski rack. So we we do this. Like this is like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. So we, I I I ask around to some friends because I'm like I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, and so one of my friends, a, a couple we're friends with, was like, hey, we actually have this old ski rack. You should you should snag it, try it out. Like, if it works, it save you a little bit of money. So I was like, yeah, awesome. Like, thank you. Um, thank you kindly. So I, I go, and they're like, oh, you still you still need the part that actually holds the ski. So if you don't know people out there, this is informative stuff. A ski rack is like three three parts, Jimmy. You've got the, the feet, and those are how it clips onto the car, whether in the window or on another piece. Mm-hmm. There's the crossbar, which like connects everything, and then on the crossbar, you put the actual item that like holds locks in the skis. Yep. Okay. So what a lot of people wouldn't know if you're not involved in that world is because it's like skiing, and I don't know if it's waspy or or just because they can, but basically each of those items is about two hundred bucks if you do it um, properly, um, which is kind of crazy, like ski. 600 bucks for a rack to hold stuff on the roof? Like, I, you start to get that old man feeling of, like, why old men make their own stuff and don't want to spend money. Because, like, I I feel like if I worked with material for one day, I could make my own ski rack. Anyways. <laughs> so, we we used the ski rack. It worked really well. I, I had to buy the clamp piece. But, again, that was, like, a, uh, like 200 bucks. Bought that a couple years ago. And it everything worked okay, but it wasn't a perfect match for, like, our vehicle. So when we'd be driving up, there'd be a lot of noise. There'd be, like, a whoosh, like, because the door's almost slightly open, because that's where it clips in. So, fast forward to this year. So the lady, lady friend, is like, hey, let's, uh, you know, let, let's get this ski rack taken care of. Let's, you know, let's get the new stuff. She's like, and she even drops a... Uh, like she drops a struggling artist line on me. She's like, you know, it, it, it it's on me. I I've got this. And I was like, whoa, okay, okay, baller. So she took off yesterday, um, easing into MLK Junior weekend, and uh, so we we go to the store, and I'm like, I go in there. I've got the pictures. I've got the model numbers. I've got all that fun stuff. And uh, so go in there, and the lady that helps me out was awesome. She's like, oh, actually, if you have those pieces, you can use them. You just take that off. Basically, she's just like, yeah, you just need new feet. And I was like, awesome. So I thought at one point she said, like, 60 bucks. So we'll, we'll talk about why that's important for a minute. 60 but, bucks. Everyone remember it. So we, we walk up to the register, and it scans, and it's 200 which I, I knew, but I got ignored by the 60 bucks. I was so happy that we didn't have to buy, like, the full set. So the lady comes up, and she's all gung-ho, because she was like, yeah, I got this. And then it's 200 bucks, and she goes into, like, like, whoa, I totally had no idea it was that much money. 
now I'm mad and I don't want to pay for that. So she goes into like sad mode. I'm like, all right, I like I can split it with you. Like that's the cost of this. Um, you know, if you want it to work, you know, to mm-hmm. be perfect. And she she got caught up on that word. She goes, what do you mean? Like be perfect. And I was like, well, you know, it it would still work from last year. You know, it just, you know, just be like a little loud sometimes. Yeah. And she's like, that's it? I thought it was broken. And I was like, no, no, same same thing as last year, that it worked. So then we both look at each other. We're both half mad just because we don't know if we should be mad at each other or the world for charging $200 for feet to put your ski rack in. Long story short, I installed it the same way we had it last year. We returned the $200 part and problem solved. But it was just one of those, there was like two hours where you low-key, you and your partner just are not on the same page. Yeah. And Jim, the key to a successful relationship, communication. We miscommunicated. Yeah. She thought it was broken. I, I'm, my brain is naturally broken. But we got through it, Jim. Now you need, you just sit down and you stare at each other in the eyes and you don't talk and you just stare at each other for three hours straight and then at the end you say, what did I say? That's what you, that's your solution? I mean, I would never do it because it sounds terrible, but yeah, that's the best solution. That's how you get communicating better. So All right. Now, uh, I mean, well, there's a tip. <laughs> so now you have a ski rack that makes noise? Oh no! So Jim, that's even the better part. So I, I go, you, Jimmy, you find yourself going into the. I don't know if you have this, um, you know, in in your head growing up, or or maybe this is different because I I don't know my my folks were split up, but you you do the like, the weird stuff your parents do. You're like, I'm never gonna do that. Like I'm my own person. Like my, you know, dad or mom's just weird in X X Y Z way. Mm-hmm. So. One of the things that I always felt growing up was in a frustrating situation, my dad would always make the oddest noises, like these like high-pitched exhales and like almost like shrieks, and I was just like, oh, this is like hyper-dramatic. I need to hear an right. example. I, I don't, like, I can't do it naturally. Like, you can't fabricate High-pitched it. High-pitched noise. No, like like a a shriek. (gasps) Oh, okay. Like something, something. But dude, like that's not even in the same league. Like I'm telling you, this noise can't be fabricated by human or even like the best actor in the world unless you actually felt the moment of chaos. So I I go ham on this. I'm like, I'm going to make this ski rack work more than better. I was going to do some adjustments on it to try to get it to fit better. So I do that, and I'm stoked. Like, I don't think this bad boy's making the extra noise anymore. So now, you know, not only have I saved the money, I've improved the product. I'm on cloud nine. You're the best ever. So final step of this, of this situation is I have to show my girlfriend that the ski rack works. Mm-hmm. And she wants to see it with the skis. So she was like... So she she went somewhere to get a coffee or something, and uh, I was like, hey, I'll pick you up, I'll put the skis in there, and then after I pick you up, we'll return that other part. Like, Mm win-win. Everybody wins. But, Jim, the part that I missed out on, and another another crucial text, which, like, you can't, you'll see. So we're sending, like, nice texts to each other because we were unhappy with each other for an hour and a half. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'll pick you up. And she's like, oh, that'd be great. And, you know, it's on the other side of each each person's phone. You're kind of like, OK, like, just just pick me up. All right. <laughs> uh, so. She's like, hey, can you grab my water bottle, by the way? I was like, absolutely. So I grab her little purple water bottle, but it's like a big water bottle. I got to hold that bad boy with one hand. So but now I need to load the skis. So it's me. The two sets of skis with the ski poles and the big water bottle. And I need keys to open doors and stuff. So I'm fighting these things. There's poles everywhere. There's skis everywhere. I'm looking so angry at the water bottle. Like, why am I carrying you right now? 
And then I finally get to the end game. Like, I get to the parking garage. Like, I'm about, you know, I'm home free. And one of the ski poles gets caught in the door behind me. And I just let out this groan. Like, like animal in the wild has been injured. And then I loaded it up and everything went fine from there. But like at but then at that point I'm through everything and I can't depict to her about how mad I am at the water bottle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the one So I guess did. after all this let the water bottle go. Yeah, did you get it out? This is a nice therapy. Literally and figuratively. I'm just <laughs> trying to help people communicate people. That's how you get through this. Communicate. Now we we were on cloud 9 last night. We we made it through. Nice. Krause's mom's car, the ski rack was put on wrong. They were too close together, and it would whistle, and it was so annoying. Just driving. Oh, down I the mean it. It'll make some noises, man. It'll get loud. Yeah. All right, let's go to sports now. Sports. Then. Tim Tebow has officially been invited to the Mets Major League Camp this spring. Woohoo! The Knicks and Wizards headed to London to show the Brits what tanking truly means. Up by one with three seconds left and scrambling to find a way to lose. The Knicks couldn't risk letting to see if Thomas Bryant's shot would fall. So instead, they goaltend to guarantee the loss. Tank season engaged. The Islanders beat the Devils 4-1. to The Rangers beat the Blackhawks 4-3. to Go-ahead goal ended up being an empty netter, and Henrique wins his 445th game. Adavino, 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 fetch me me wine. Yankees signed Adam Adavino to a three-year deal. He's a relief pitcher from the Colorado Rockies. He has some pretty nasty stuff. That's about it. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, Tim Tebow going to camp is going to sell more tickets. Like, it's going to be a bigger oh, yeah. deal. It's crazy the, what a calling card he is for, like, just being a minor league player now. And I, I mean, what's there to lose? Like, if he plays solid and they eventually do want to give him a look, cool. If not, like, it's literally spring play, spring training and the players don't care about it. Yep. Yep. Um, and we got Russell Wilson coming to Yankees spring training. So there you go. It all works out. Awesome. That'll be a special experience. Um, Jim, I've got, cause aren't the Blackhawks bad this year? They were teetering and I think they've had a bad stretch. I think uh, they're bad. And I think like the Rangers, the Blackhawks are other, are other big city markets bad. Does hockey care? I don't know what hockey cares about. Uh, Hockey sells out everywhere they go, I feel like, because the diehards are so strong. Like San Jose, I went to like Oakland games. I went to Warriors games when I lived in the Bay Area. I went to, I never went to a Raiders or a Niners game. Um, But when you went to like a San Jose Sharks game, that was like the most diehard. There was like not that many casual fans in that building because there's, NHL doesn't have many casual fans as baseball and and the NFL does. The NHL, if you're like a supporter, you're you're usually sucked in. So I don't know, like Vegas Knights, all these new teams. I'm sure there's some teams that don't put together like great audiences and crowds, but die NHL is weird because like the fans that are there are are there. Yeah. So that yeah, that's a if if any NHL people want to reach out and tell if it's a bad thing for the NHL or not. Um, you're probably right. They're probably kind of more condensed in their markets, kind of like baseball is a little bit. The Blackhawks um, are bad. They're last in their division. They're 16 and 24. There you go. There you go. Um, Jim, the Knicks. The Knicks, they go to London and they lose. Game losing goaltend is a, phrase, is a phrase you don't hear a lot. I saw all over the Twitter machine, never been prouder of the Knicks, so happy with the Knicks, so exciting. They played a great game, they battled, and then they lose. Isn't that that's still the goal, right? Yeah, kind of. It, it, it's gotten kind of lost in translation a little bit. I mean, especially in London where they're speaking another language. But the the Knicks are 
I mean, they're so bad. They're they're in it. They're in it to lose it. They only had one game this week. This was their one game. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting so, episode of Talking Knicks. So we went to London, our one game this week, and you lose on a game-losing goaltend. Um, I mean, it's impressive stuff. It's fantastic. Now, there's no way it, it was on purpose. Like, there's no way that the player's actually doing that on purpose. But the jokes are fun, and it actually does work out well. Jim, we'll we'll start getting you. I'll, I'll get you caught up to speed on I think updated Nick goals. Um, looking at the draft class this year, Jim. Yep, yep. yep. I think, I think we're. If you get a top three pick, you're happy. If you don't, you're sad. Because I think there's three guys that people really like. They like your boy. Your well, I'll let you guess. You know one of them, Zion. Yep. Uh, the other Duke player. RTJT Barrett or whatever it is. RJ Barrett, yep. And then I just recently read an article. I'm not going to remember the school or the name, but it was some small school, some uh, shooting guard from some small school that's now flying up everyone's rankings as a Bingo. top pick. Fun name, Jim. Yeah, I remember that ja too. Ja Morant. What is it? Ja Morant. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I read about him earlier because I, I saw an article that was like, might be like a top pick and i was like i haven't heard this guy's name but he, what school does he go to murray state yeah murray state the racers i um, think that don't aren't people still think zion is still better than the other two like by a lot i guess so jim actually you'll you'll like this a lot so no so people i mean people are still skeptical that zion's game is going to translate to the nba because of all the physical physical freak stuff um I think a lot a lot of people are still on Barrett. I'd I'd probably say it's sixty forty at this point. Like Zion's so good. Like at a, at a certain point, <laughs> you have to excuse him for being physically better because he's physically better than a lot of guys in the NBA right now. Um, I think uh, what's what's interesting, James, is that uh, God. Now I wish the Phoenix Suns won last night. Um, anyways. I I heard Stan Van Gundy on the Levitard show Gundy. yesterday, dude. You would you need to look into the Van Gundy brothers a little more one day. They are no, fantastic. I love them. They were on. Uh, they, I I've, I've listened to like podcasts and interviews with them. Awesome. Yeah, they're they're just great. Um, but Stan Van Gundy said because he used to be like he had one of those coach slash GM jobs where you kind of you need to you need to think about it. He was technically like president too or something like that for the Pistons, and he was like. You have to take Zion number one because, A, it's like one in three he's the best player, but, B, he's going to sell out the arena for 41 games. Yeah. So that's it's kind of funny. I know in and we're, we're talking about baseball contracts a lot, and we I, – I don't know. People are talking about the Yankees don't spend and the bottom line, blah, blah, blah. You kind of forget something like that. Like, R.J. Barrett could be the better player, but – Zion's gonna pack the house instantly in any yeah. U.S. city. Yep, he's a name. He's a commodity, a known commodity. He's a commodity. Put your shoulders up. You're just a known commode. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Where's my bada bing? Where's my bada bing? So yeah, I I need my new goal for the Knicks season. Knicks need a top three pick. If they don't, the I will be goal? very dis- Hasn't that been the goal? Why is that a new goal? Like half, we just... It, it was the dream goal, but, like, the Knicks in their heads always wanted to, like, compete and maybe get the seventh seed or something like that. And, they, like, Porzingis was there or Carmelo was there before that, and you always held out hope that they were going to be half decent while yeah, there were other teams was... clearly tanking. Yeah, this year I thought they were clearly tanking from the jump. Because Zach I mean, was out. That's been the goal, but you also you don't know how bad other teams are going to be. Like You don't know how bad the Atlanta Hawks or the Phoenix Suns are going to be or Cleveland. Um, now that we've seen it, like whoever doesn't get a top three pick is going to be screwed th- this, this draft. Because I think after that, it's like Rui Hachimura, uh, Cam Reddish, the other guy on Duke that's been playing bad. Um, I, I think it really falls off after those first three. So, finger, fingers crossed, Jim. All right. Got it. Let's go to national news. All 
The Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, signed Cody Allen to be their closer next season. I don't think he's put in a full year at that role. Uh, T's and P's, Cody Allen. Mike Trout needs you. Um, and we mentioned not a Vino sign before. Relief Relievers running thin for the Boston Red Sox, Jim. Lakers' Michael Beasley, best player in the NBA, briefly <laughs> held out of the game. He was getting prepared to start, and he had the wrong shorts on. Had to run back to the locker room. Seahawks, looking for some good Russell Wilson insurance. You want someone that's kind of built like him, kind of plays like him. So, of course, they signed Paxton Lynch, old Bronco stud. Um, I, how? How? And in the big news that everyone's talking about, the Toronto Raptors... In a sign of respect, let the Suns stay in the game just to beat them at the buzzer because Raptors hate the Sun. They blame the Sun on the whole meteor that took them out. So um, they just wanted to build the Suns up to take them down at the end, which really threw off a lot of the numbers in Vegas this week. You confused me. Are you thinking of a different Cody Allen? You said he hasn't been a closer? Cody Allen? He's been the Indians' closer for the last four or five years. That that bag of poop? He was their closer? Oh, I, I always thought Andrew Miller, man. No, Andrew Miller. I guess he was six in guy. saves last year, but... Um, what? He's just never been reliable to me. I'm 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 sorry. He he has been their closer, but like when you saw C- Mill, what God? Now I'm confusing him and Andrew Miller. When you've seen uh, Cody Allen on the mound in the ninth inning, have you ever felt the door's been shut? I think of him as a top closer in the league. Oh, I don't. I do not. Um, He's been the Indians' closer for five years now. Been like pretty good. Oh, I I'm not into it. He's he's just never, never seemed to have the stones to me. I don't know if it's just when the Yankees have been town or when I watch him. But the Yankees um, hit him well. That 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 is true. So. so I'm I guess I'm skewed there. But um, yeah, I mean it, his stats are okay up until last year, which is kind of wild. Um, and shows how the the relief market has kind of changed a little bit. I mean, he had a four seven ERA last year. Yeah, last year was tough because uh, yeah, I think he got. I don't know what happened last year, actually. The whole Indians team, like, kind of faltered last year. I think maybe the the playoff push two years in a row got to him or whatever, but. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. moving on. Lake, we'd, we'd, Michael Beasley tries to check into the game wearing the wrong shorts. My dad will like this story because when he coached uh, basketball, my dad coached the elementary school basketball team, they had those breakaway pants that were so cool, you know? Well, sure. NBA still has those. They're still... They were, like, cool for regular people. Now I feel like only NBA players and basketball players still use those breakaway pants. Anyway, my dad my dad subbed in this kid. Actually, Jeff Papson listens to this podcast, and it's his older brother, Jim Papson, who I, I believe, who took off his breakaway pants. They were, like, third grade and forgot to put his basketball shorts on underneath, so just had his underwear, his boxers, and, like, went to go check into the game. My dad was like, you're not wearing any pants. <laughs> so my dad will like That's- that story. There you go. That's a tough moment as a kid. As a kid, yeah. Uh, Paxton Lynch, backups for the Seahawks. Who cares? I don't know. I mean, I, I put this on your list to say, but I was just throwing things there. Is this yeah, I mean, news? it's just it's comical. I mean, I wonder what he's done. He had such a bad reputation in, in Denver. Um, he, did, he did something like he gave out his Xbox gamer tag. And, like, he used to be on Xbox all the time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, it would be the people of Denver reporting, like, oh, Paxton Lynch is playing video games again. Um, and he, he just got torn apart. First-round pick, he never really did much. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, he never he never got a huge chance, but, like, at the same time, uh, be, be better, Paxton. Maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. We have anything else? I think we can just uh, call it the half when we'll get into Toronto Raptors at bed of the day. Yeah, I was going to talk to you. I mean, we got to talk about the football a little bit at some point. Do you want to do that now, later? Oh, actually, yeah. We definitely, definitely got to give our football picks because what is it? I'm three for eight, and you're th- we're both three for eight. Ar- arguably, yeah. Yeah. 
That's interesting. What are the games we got, Jake, and what are the lines? Not that we, we're just doing winner, but what, what are the lines? You put the lime in the cookie. No, you mix it all together. Um, you got Kansas City. Is at last I saw Kansas City was favored by three over New England, and I believe the Saints were favored by like three and a half. Um, I I I can try to dig it up. Um, I got yeah Saints three and a half, KC three. So the the two home team one seeds are the favorites, which makes sense. To a degree. Is it is it bad that fuck? What I'm trying to see is I'm trying to think of what's a matchup I'm most interested in watching for the Super Bowl. Okay. And naturally, I'm more interested if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Right, because you want to see. I want to see them. Get, and, and this this sounds like Patriots slander, but you. If they're in the Super Bowl and they lose, I don't want to say, like, we're here for that, but it's, like, a whole thing, you know? Yes, I agree. But, like, so say if the Super Bowl is Kansas City versus the L.A. Rams, the NFL has to be so out on that, right? Like, they cannot want that matchup. Um... I think to a degree. I mean, no, man. the The Rams are technically L.A. They've got a new stadium coming. Yeah, but they're um, new L.A. I think that's the matchup that the NFL for viewership they are they would like the least. I think Saints New England brings in the most viewers. Talking, from, I guess that that that's what I I'll say that in the nice way for the Patriots. Like, if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, it's more must watch TV. Like, I mean, we'd be watching it anyways, but like other people would care more. Yes, I agree. Um, but I, I I think either team out of the NFC, the Rams or the Saints, I think the NFL is fine with. You have McVay, the new young coach, who every team is now copying, and you have the team in L.A. that's moving to the new stadium yeah, either next the, well, year or the year after. There's happy about the product on the field, which they'd be thrilled, and then there's viewership and how it goes through TV. I think that would be the least watched combination. I mean, do we think the Super Bowl really f- fluctuates that much? I think it does, yeah. I think Tom Brady, Brady, you're absolutely right. I think the other teams don't really matter. Hmm. I still think it, it, it changes. I see no changes. Yeah. You going to pick some winners for the kids? Winners are, have I gone against Kansas City both times? No. We had them. We had them beating the Colts. You. D- that was the one game I got wrong. I believe. Okay. Um. I'm going to go Saints over Rams. No, they look so bad versus Philly. I'm going Rams. The Rams look so good. Saints look so bad. So I'm going Rams. Okay. Going Rams. I'm going uh, Pats just because I think that's what the Pats do. I'm. I'm going to reverse you, and I think we're both going to end up one and one somehow. But I think it, I'm, I'm going to pick the Saints. I think their home field is crazy. Uh, Sean Payton. Have you seen the Sean Payton, Marcus Peters stuff? No, I have not. What's going on there? Oh, man. So they, so they played earlier this year in New Orleans, and New Orleans beat them, which you could spin zone that both ways. You could say, oh, the Rams want revenge, or, oh, New Orleans has their number. Um. But uh, after the game, Marcus Peters had one of the more bizarre interviews ever where he was like, yeah, tell Sean Payton to keep talking that shit. I love that shit. And he <laughs> keeps going crazy eyes. And then, like, dude, it, you, you need to bring it up right now. I'll, I'll, I'll distract the people. But he, uh, he where, kept what, going what like I, in What am I searching? Just be like Marcus, Pay- Marcus Peters, Sean Payton – just do like post game interview or something like that. But um he kept going between like silly interview and like absolute crazy eyes. And he was like, Tell Sean Payton to keep talking that shit. And now they're playing each other again. But I think the advantage still goes to the coach there. Cause I think his players like stick up for him and want to play for him. Or they don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's there's no winner here. 
Uh, I can't I can't find it easily. Okay. Well, it's we'll like get you a, there. It's not on like YouTube. It doesn't look. Not on the YouTube. And the newest news cycle is him downplaying the beef, so it's not the beef anymore. Right. Um, I don't know. I I I've got Saints, and I I guess I'm gonna. I'm going against my my heart of hearts there, where where I was saying this Chiefs team was going to lose this year, but Mahomes looks insane. Never seen anything like it. So I'll I'll jump in the deep end, and now I can either say I supported him in the championship game, or I can say like all year I kn- I knew they were going to blew it. So that's that's me just hedging my bets. I was trying to find Super Bowl ratings to see what what years did good and bad. Last year was uh, the smallest audience in the in this decade. So, wow. that's all we know. Pat's Eagles. Pat's Eagles, yeah. I think it was more about the controversy and people not liking the NFL and boycotting and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. That was a whole thing, huh? Yep. Halftime. <laughs> I didn't watch the rule last year. Wow. I was traveling to Ohio to visit my brother. It's a good game. I think I caught the end at the airport or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Halftime. I'm going to get a stretch in, okay? I'm going to get a nice stretch in here at half. Get a stretch in. Get loose. Long halftime. 41 minutes in, we're at halftime. Yeah, my, uh, my, my ski rack story went on there, so we'll have to find out if people enjoyed any of that or none of that. 20-minute ski rack story. The first half I enjoyed. Ski rack se- story wasn't 20 minutes. Yeah, it was. Not 20 minutes long. We talked before that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, by the time we got to the <laughs> end of that, it was 20 minutes. So it was probably like 15 yeah. minutes. The yeah. second half of the ski Ten rack minutes. story where the end was you made a grunt walking through a door, that one maybe maybe wasn't as good as the first half. The first half was worth I mean, I think some people can find that relatable to their parents. That's what I was talking about. Grunting. Like, I'd only seen one creature on this planet make the noise I had made, and it was my father years ago in a frustrating situation. <laughs> well... I think Nur- people can relate to that. Tweet at us. Nurture. John Boy. Talking Jake. All right, let's get into uh, the news. Yeah, dude, we, we did the whole surfing thing. We did sports. It was 15 minutes. It was 10. And the news was rather sad. Well, I just had to laugh. I said we should go. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. Man wins $1 lotto. Scratch ticket demands a large novelty check and gets one. Doctors warn women not to put parsley in their vagina after magazine articles promote it. Um, Emotional support alligator makes new friends at assisted living facility. A Canadian woman survives after husband's runaway snowmobile crashes into her home and lands on her. The tiger population has nearly doubled in Nepal, and Vampire Weekend, Jake's old favorite band, says their new album has the initials F-O-T-B. Any guesses for what it stands for? I read the news today, oh boy. Choke on it. Choke on it. That's what I thought you said. I thought it was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) No, you think I've got a hothead side to me, but choke on it. That's tough, man. <laughs> Turns out you said we shook on it, which is different. The opposite. <laughs> I think my whole hot not, head thing not as been funny as telling me to choke on it. Misconstrued. I really like choke on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that to anyone. I'm gonna start. <laughs> You're no senator. Uh how about this dude who won one dollar on a scratch ticket and demanded a large novelty check and gets one? Here's the thing with this story, Jake. I'm gonna click the link. Sure. And if, if this is an elderly, uh, this is a 40 years old and older gentleman. I love this story. If this is some young hipster, I absolutely yeah. hate this story. I'm leaning hipster. Yeah, I, I, I just thought about that angle now, which sucks, dude, because I, I like when people do stuff like this. Every time I like something, I like it unironically. Right. And then you find out, no, someone did it ironically. Um. Hold on. His name was Tyler Heap. I think this was this in Canada, Iowa. Okay, same thing. Close, yeah, very close. They Point. spelled check on the link. C H E Q U E. Is that how you spell check? Um, no. But what the they, hell is this, that? The newspaper that's writing the story is 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 global, but it's a. 
took place in Iowa. And he's like, uh, yeah, I think I kind of like it. He doesn't look like a hipster. I don't know if Iowa has many hipsters. They didn't give him like a cardboard check, but he did win $1. It says stinking rich on it. I don't hate the story. It's not as bad as they. How about this? Uh, the doctor's like, hey, don't put parsley in your vaginas, women. We know that Gwyneth Paltrow's new magazine is telling you to do it, but please don't. Allegedly. I don't know if it's Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, thing. But I don't have a vagina, nor have I ever tried to stick parsley up it. But I don't think I would. Who would do this? Let Darwinism take place, doctor. Don't get in the way of Darwinism. If women are out there sticking sticking parsley up their vaginas, let them deal with the damages that come with that. Hey, man, if I, if I read a good article about it, I'd probably try it. Where, where'd the article come from? I clicked it. It was like a video, so I got out. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we, need, do we need to bring satire back in a better way? Like, like, if this piece was posted in the 1850s, you'd be like, oh, there was a fantastic satire piece about putting parsley in your bajingo. <laughs> what country was that? Um, but, like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if you see this on the internet nowadays, you're like, yup. Par- yeah. Parsley in there. Do it. Uh, yeah, I think there's always been dumb people. It's just now the dumb people, like, we are acting as if we have to care for them. <laughs> the, the dumb people can execute on things now, and we <laughs> are a part of it. We have to be like, oh, you didn't understand that was a joke? Where back in the day, they just laugh. Like, people actually did it. What idiots. Ha um, Parsley. I don't even know. Oh, it, it wow. It's to make... Uh, <laughs> The bizarre suggestion was made by women's magazine Marie Claire alongside other recommendations using food, drink, and exercise. Women may want to make their period come sooner as a means of controlling their cycle ahead of the holiday. According to the article, parsley is a emengogue, a substance that increases menstrual flow, which can soften the cervix and level out hormonal imbalances. None of that should possibly be true. Next, you want to just go to the next story? I think so. Yeah, I, oh, actually, no. I do have one thing I need to talk about because you're you're a big chef these days. Yes. None of the little green stuff you put on anything, and I, not not to be too like generic bad stuff. Like I'm not into green stuff, but like parsley or the little green onions or anything you like sprinkle on a dish at the end. I'm out on it. Green onions will. Will transform a chili from a B to an A plus instantly. Uh, well, you know my stance on onions, so would I. I mean, this isn't even a conversation. Oh yeah, but I they mean, don't really taste like onions, right? But like, I'm I'm just out on them, so out. Like, what what do I need to be looking for if I want to be in on them? Like a little crunch, like a little extra crunch. Oh, uh, I don't like the crunch. No. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, like the other day, I made tomato soup, and Katie put like a fig of thyme in there. I was out on that because it was just for appearance. And then, like, I took a spoonful and I ate it at one point. I was like, "Fuck, this is gross." Uh, parsley and cilantro—you cut up and put into things like they're important, right? Like cilantro, pieces. I'm not in on that, but I feel like I should be. I feel like I'm a bad Italian for not being in on cilantro. Cilantro's Italian? No, but it, they put it on a lot of stuff. I feel like. Like, even a good lasagna, I'll see people splash a little bit of green stuff on there. I don't know the difference between parsley and cilantro. Let's be honest. Yeah, cilantro is, like, more Mexican, like tacos and stuff. But And you make, like, um, make like uh, chimichurri and sauces out of it. But, like, those go into things. Like, if you've ever eaten a meatball, there's tons of parsley in that meatball. Or a meatloaf. There's tons of parsley inside that meatloaf. I mean, don't talk about my mother's meatloaf. We've talked about that, but... That's... that's They go into the things. So, yeah. I mean, if you talk about that, I'll make you, I'll make you choke on it. But, okay. <laughs> Green onions are delicious. They're, like, positively one of the best flavor enhancers that you can sprinkle I'm on I'm happy top. with how much you like it. Yeah. They don't taste like onions, though. Yeah. Well. It's like a nice little fresh crunch. It's not even that crunch, either. Uh, emotional support alligator makes new friends at assisted living facility. Now I have a theory here, Jake. Okay. 
I think the assisted living facility. Woo! I thought they were elderly. If they're if it's an elderly assisted living facility, this is this is a two pronged attack. You get rid of the people that are like one scare away from a heart attack to open up some new beds by bringing in an alligator and letting it loose. Like, hey, Billy, he's at the end of his line. Let's get this alligator in. Billy sees the alligator, gets terribly scared. He dies peacefully. And the alligator now opened up a new spot for the assisted living to make more money on that year. Hmm. Or there's other people that haven't had any action in their lives. They need the scare to feel alive. Hmm. So you bring an alligator in, you put some pep in the old man's step who feels like he hasn't been living in danger forever because he's at a nursing home now. So it's a good strategy to bring an alligator into a nursing home. I'm all for it. Whoa. Um, Yeah, it's a theory. I'll support you. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's a perfect theory. We got oh, we got a lot of people on this waiting list. We got no beds for them. Bring in the alligator. Oh yeah, emotional support alligator. Yeah, some of the people love it. Some are terrified by it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's good. It's not sh- bad. Yeah. Canadian woman survives after her husband's runaway snowmobile crashes into home and lands on her. What are mm. the odds that it crashes into the like the very spot of the home that she's in? That yeah. had to be attempted I mean, murder. Yeah, didn't we didn't we do something like this? Like we talked about if a piano was going to drop on your home, like where you would hide in your house or something like that. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Damn, we've been talking, <laughs> we've been talking so much I forget what that was. We basically said uh, if I drop a piano on the home, you don't get to see where it is. Right. But you have to run around the house and find a hiding place. If it if it doesn't hit you, you get a million dollars. If it hits you, you die. Right. Um, yeah, so this lady, like the snowmobile, there's a picture of it. It went right through the window into her sitting area and pinned her. This dude tried to kill his wife. And if they're not investigating yeah. that, then that's something severely wrong with the investigator's brain. Because, yeah, I mean... Like he, it looks like he had a little ramp in his backyard of snow and he drove towards her and then jumped off the snowmobile and let it keep going right at her. There's attempted murder right here. Yeah. I, li- I like that theory. I'm, I'm there. Dude, I, I think I told you this, but, uh, snowmobiling, A, I did it once and it was like pretty fun. Like it, it got like that male side of me that I didn't think I had going. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah, this is this kind of badass, kind of like the bed of the day song, and it's, I don't know, man. Um, they just feel like crazy dangerous at the same time. Like they're they're like thousand pound weapons that yeah. just go so fast. Yeah, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I'm like a little pussy. Like we went jet skiing over the summer, right? And I was like, I mean, I, I was going like top speed and doing stuff but luke was going way crazier than i was like he flipped him and katie off and i was like what the hell are you guys okay uh yeah i am not i'm not an adrenaline junkie uh but listen to this quote by the husband it's miraculous she wasn't killed yeah yeah dude because that was your goal you fucking murderer yeah damn it allegedly (laughs) damn he just said damn it He's, he's mad. Yeah. <laughs> he's disappointed. It's it's miraculous she wasn't killed. Excuse me, sir. What was the tone you just said that in? Yeah. <laughs> that guy tried to kill his wife. Go look at the pictures if you don't believe me. And what else? Give me uh, a give me a quick hitter on this tiger population. What's that about? I don't like care. why isn't why isn't PETA screaming about something like that? Like, Peter, give me a little bit of positive news with the negative stuff, and then I'll be more in on you. This is bad news, dude. The tigers in Nepal like kill people and scalp babies. Well, exactly. I still want PETA pushing that agenda, though. You ever seen the videos where like a tiger's on the loose in the town and everyone's like running? It's running on the roofs. Like, it's scary shit. Jimmy, how well do you know me? I know that you haven't, but I'm just letting you know that they're out there. Okay. 
Uh, but I know you well enough to know that you used to really like Vampire Weekend, and they have a new album yeah. coming out, and they told everyone the initials. So I thought we could both play a little guessing game here. What okay. is Vampire Weekend's, and what song do you want me to play by them in the background? Oxford Comma? Or the Kids Don't Stand Like Oxford Comma, yeah. Cape Cod Quasa Quasa? What was the song Cape you Cod like? Quasa Quasa. Um, Walcott? I'm, I'm blanking group? on one other one. I, that that one was never my favorite. I I I do like their tunes. Right, um, let's guess. F O T B. What's your guess? By the way, Nepal is happy about the tiger population. I want you to know that. Click the article. Um, F. So that I mean that was a strong spin by you, Team Peta. Um, F O T B. Um, fun out the bag. Fun out the bag? <laughs> that was a good guess. Fun out the bag, man. Oh, okay. Should I even try? We're just fun out of the bag. I was thinking maybe it was like, fuck off, Tampa Bay. Okay. Vampire Weekend. With how much you laughed Bay. at my response, I'm I'm not impressed by yours. <laughs> yours was good. Um, I have them coming at Tampa Bay's throats. I feel... You have to assume the F is an in, in F bomb, right? Or f- I was thinking like future, future from from other terrestrial beings. I feel like the T is a the. Okay. The boys, the babes, the beers. We we had we'll our guess. Out. What was your what was your first guess? Le- leave us a re- leave us a review with your guess of the the FOTB new Vampire Weekend yeah. album. Yeah, if you guess it right, I'll make you a fake uh, illegal copyrighted Vampire Weekend T-shirt with Jake's head on top of the album cover that is that hot girl from the '80s album cover. And he's not joking. He will do that. Yeah, if you leave a five star review and guess it, and you guess it correctly. Then you get a yeah. fake Vampire Weekend t-shirt, and it's the one where there's like a hot girl from the 80s in the polo shirt, but it's going to be Jake's face on her head instead of the girl's. Right. So that's something that's, that will happen. Leave a five-star review. Uh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. Bet of the day. Bet of the day. The three and four man, 0 and four on the week, stepping up to the mic to give his bet of the day. Can he salvage the week or will he go over all five days? Jake, step up to the plate. The Raptors let you down last night. Let us both down. What do you got today? Jimmy, I, I, I hinted at this a little bit yesterday. Uh, when when you find yourself in the depths of a streak like this, there's a couple ways to get out. When you're approaching a five spot, you got to reverse bet yourself. Okay. So, and I I like how involved you and Evan and Co. Mo- mostly Evan from Evan and Co. are involved in this. So I, I wanted to get one of tonight's games in because um, I, I I enjoy that. And Jim. Here's uh here's what I'm gonna do. I wanted to. The Boston Celtics are favored by eleven against the Memphis Grizzlies. Did you just find the biggest the biggest spread? No. That's okay. Utah's favored by sixteen, if you if you want to go there. Nice. But, nice. Good retort. Um no, Boston is favored by eleven over Memphis. Okay. Memphis likes to slow the game down. They've got Mike Conley, uh, Marcus All, and the Celtics in this season have been this team where like everyone's waiting for them to break out and become the Celtics. And they just had a nice win over Toronto after a three-game losing streak. And everyone's like, "Is that the game that's going to spark the Celtics?" In my head, absolutely not. I think 
I think Memphis plays one of these ugly basketball games. They keep it close. I think they even have a chance to win it. But because that's my thought process, I have to reverse bet that, and I'm betting the Celtics minus 11. You've thrown me into a predicament. See? That's how reverse betting works. Because I can't be on your side. You're 0 for 4 on the week. Right. I can't be on your side. But what's my side? What's your side? Exactly. Because your initial thought process that the Celtics aren't going to win and the Met, or aren't going to cover and the Grizzlies are because that's you betting with your heart. Again, you don't like the Celtics and you don't want them to win. No, no, no. I, I'm just, I'm telling you, like, Jimmy, sincerely look at how the Celtics have been playing. I mean, they'll they'll win an impressive game and then they'll come out of nowhere and they'll drop a stinker. They lost three in a row before this. Yes, um, before but look, beating, at the, look at the Grizzlies' th- schedule, dude. The Grizzlies haven't lost a close game. They lost by 10. They lost by uh, 18. They lost by, here's their most, the Heat, they lost by four. But since then, lost by 10 before that. Lost by 20. Lost by 10. Lost by 10. Lost by more than 10. More than 10. Uh, Last time they played the Celtics, they lost by 11 or 9. Like, they haven't been in a within five loss. Well, they have to be within 11, and you've already listed a bunch of those. Their last time playing Boston, they were within that. That's why I'm saying my initial thought is that the Grizzlies would cover. Right, which was my initial thought, too. But I'm going the Grizzlies are going to cover. Okay. I can't be on the same side as you. I have to take out any uh, logic that I would like right. to put into it and just strictly not be on the same side as you. All right. Well, that's the reverse bet. Because technically you're on the same side with me, but I'm reverse betting myself. No, no, no. I, I, I'm I, taking away all your your info. I'm blocking it out. Like the judge just right. turned to the jury and said, disregard everything that lawyer just said. Okay. So I'm disregarding everything besides the final sentence, which is right. you are saying the Grizzlies uh, will cover. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm saying, saying the Celtics are going to So your final line is more that than the 11. Grizzlies aren't going to cover. The Celtics win by 11 or more. That's all I know. And I can't right. be on the same side as you because you're an own okay. four man. Okay. I understand that. Play the sound effect. Jakey, Jakey, about to make a big... Got to get better at this. Jakey, Jakey, about to make a big... Mistakey. I mean, we'll see. I, I think... I think on Monday we're going to be laughing. I'll be 4-4. Four and four. I'm about to start. No- Jim, you have to admit this. I'm streaky. <laughs> yeah, 3-0, and 0-4. Oh, oh so far, you've been streaky. Two streaks. So I'm going to get another hot streak going. Here's how, what I envision. Or maybe I- just keep this cold streak going, baby. I envision uh, tonight watching the game, Celtics, uh, Celtics don't cover. And I send you a nice fat choke on it. Choke on it. Which is what you said to me earlier. It's very rude. I'm excited for you to make that an Instagram clip. Because I, I want the audio and I want words on the bottom. Because I <laughs> choke on it. Yeah, well. Choke on it, man. Come on. <laughs> I liked it better when you said choke on it. I thought it was hilarious. I'm some sort of monster. That is the end of the show. Everyone, go enjoy your weekends. We did mention the golf thing. I'm going to set it up, and I should have it set up by Monday. We got some people tweeted us, said they'd like to be involved. People that didn't tweet would still like to be involved. Yeah. It's just friends doing stuff. All right. Everyone, enjoy your weekends. Fridays or Thursdays, baby. Maybe that's what the Vampire Weekend album is. Fridays or Thursdays, baby. See ya. Mamacita, te necesito. Soy un río. That's all the words I know. I shoot tequila from from Costa Rica. I gotta tell ya. I gotta tell ya. Best friends, you are my fucking best friends. Seriously, it's like the best night ever. This song. Ever.
Heels Off. Uh, 